Welcome to the Autonomy Talent Podcast, where we feature creatives, discuss what they do, what they do to promote their creative endeavors, and try to come up with new methods that might boost their results and yours. We'll also have the occasional industry expert here to talk about what's new in digital marketing. So enjoy the show and remember to always live intentionally. So Marvin, how's it going, man? What's going? Well, well, yeah. <laughs> it was expected, huh? with, with, yeah, with all the Corona stuff going on, it's uh, it's different, but uh, we'll manage. <laughs> We're a year into it, and it's still the dominant topic. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. Normally, when I have uh, when when something's going on, uh, it's mostly just local. So, like in 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 my country, like in the Netherlands, and then I just watch some late shows from uh, from the U.S. on uh, on YouTube, and then I can escape. But now there's no escaping, no escaping okay. whatsoever. You're actually not my first guest from the Netherlands either. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I'm curious. I had um. <laughs> A guy I've become friends with on here, and I've actually de- done a collaboration with already now. Um, he goes by Hipster Pug on online everywhere. He's an oh, EDM artist. Oh, awesome! I don't know much EDM artists, so I have to check that out. Me either, but I've I've been learning a lot more of all kinds of different artists since I've been doing this. So. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. So what's happening over there today? It's uh, what probably uh, it's like seven p.m., six p.m. over there. It's five five p.m. Five. now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a seven-hour difference. That's right. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's still it's still nice and sunny out. It's a bit cold, but it's nice and sunny, and um, there's not much going on though. <laughs> I would so ask you nice. how cold. I would ask you how cold, but uh, you're going to tell me something in Celsius, and I have no idea. I have no friend for what that means. <laughs> I remember being in Boston and looking at the Fahrenheit meter for the first time. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, you probably saw it was 73, and you're like, oh, my God, is it about to oh! boil? <laughs> yeah, that's not good. <laughs> exactly. I still can't figure it out. It's, uh, it's weird for me. Yes, the same. Someone tells me it's 18 degrees Celsius. I'm like, oh my god, that's cold. <laughs> no, it's fine. Not really. <laughs> 18 degrees Fahrenheit is is well yeah, that's, below freezing. That, that is true. Yeah. Before if it's 18 degrees out here, we can just go without a coat. It's nice. Exactly. Yeah, we had um. I live in Texas, and our weather is notoriously sporadic. We had. I, I heard something. Uh, <laughs> what happened yeah. in Texas? Oh my God! Two weeks ago tomorrow, when I woke up, the temperature was one degree Fahrenheit. Mm. Way below freezing, like way below. That's thirty-one degrees below freezing Fahrenheit. So. Oh my God! Bitter cold, bitter cold. The following Tuesday, it was eighty degrees. <laughs> wow! 
it's just crazy. No, it is crazy. And did you have a did you have power loss as well? Oh yes, I was at, I was without power for most of two days, but uh-huh. um, we maintained water. We were at without hot water for one evening, um, mm-hmm. but then we got it back. So good. Um, good. We had it a lot. It was brutal. It seemed brutal at the time, but like we had it so much better than a lot of people did. So. Yeah, I heard some crazy stories. So yeah. And I knew people that were without water for a week. <laughs> well, that's yeah, power oh. for three or four days, and it's like below freezing temperatures. And that's not you. Oh, that's not. Yeah, I could do that. Damage, I broken pipes, just yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, I saw icicles uh, coming from uh, from ceiling fans. I'm like, whoa, that's not <laughs> okay. It's not okay. That's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> no, exactly. So I what's see. going on with you on the music front as of late here? What do you what do you have going on right now? Well, we're uh, gonna release a new single, which is quite uh, quite nice to be doing. It's it's gonna be the last single we're gonna release from from the the, the album that we made last year. Uh, it's called Changes, and the new single is called Step Back, and uh, it's kind of uh, pretty much <laughs> the story about Corona. <laughs> it's not intended to be. I, when I wrote it, it wasn't about all this, but um, it's about taking a step back before you can leap forward again. So that seems pretty fitting for this whole time. <laughs> yes, that is. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh, uh and I think uh, when people are hearing this, uh, they will be able to hear the single as well already. So I'm very curious about what everything everyone thinks about it. It's it struck me as as humorous somewhat or ironic that I, whenever I first saw your Twitter bio, you're from the Netherlands, but um, you're, you classify yourself as Americana. <laughs> <laughs> Fake it till you make it. <laughs> hey, you, it is what it is. You know, I've listened to several of y'all's tracks and um, like, I kind of get this almost like a um, John Mellencamp, Bob Seger type vibe from it. Wow. That's that's kind of where my brain goes with the that in kind of in that vein. So that's yeah, not it, bad. It's, it's fitting. Oh, that's that's not bad. I take that as a compliment. Thanks. Absolutely. It's, and it's actually the your production value and everything was like way off the charts from a lot of the stuff I hear. You know, because yeah. you, know, you get a lot of stuff that's not really well well done, <laughs> and it's. Does that say something about my producing uh, producing or does it say something about their producing? (laughs) Well, yeah, both. (laughs) (laughs) It's just how you see it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's refreshing to hear like someone that's that's putting out stuff that actually sounds professionally done. So, I mean, it's it's, because there's a lot that doesn't, you know, you go all all across SoundCloud and you have to go through thousands of artists before you find someone that sounds like they they really have it together. (laughs) Well, that's what I wanted to do with this album. I wanted to make an album that I really wanted to make. So no concessions and no, not thinking about what 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 that does the audience want to hear. What it's more about what I wanted to make, and uh, what I wanted to just to, to sound it like to sound like. So I pulled all the stops and I, I invited uh, horn players, string players, everything I wanted, and. Um, that was a lot of work, and uh, it cost me some money, of course. But <laughs> but I'm happy with uh, how it turned out. That's great. Um, I, I was going somewhere, and I can't remember where it was. I was going. 
<laughs> I, te- I tend to do that to people. Oh, man, it's all good. This is that's why I like doing this. It's like we're just, we're just two musicians sitting down having a chat about what we love and sharing yeah. it with the world. Well, that's the whole point of music. Exactly. Oh, I, I remember that uh, um, you were talking about how you did what you wanted to do. And mm. I, th- I find that that's usually the, the best stuff that's out there is the people that the, the artists that just look inwardly and they just do the music they want to do. Mm. And the the audience that vibes with it will find it eventually. And you know, it's more authentic yeah. that way. And it's going to st- hit harder. It just hits different when it's authentic. And also think it, it will last more. Exactly. Uh, there are always some artists, and we have that here in the Netherlands as well. Uh, they make the stuff that are that is hip, apparently at that moment, and you just see them come and go. And I hope uh, that what I make and and that my band just steadily climbs more than just being a fluke of the times and then go goes away again. I would hate if that happened. Yeah, chasing trends is a good way to be a one-hit wonder. Yeah, exactly. But you, if that, you go back like through through the history of music, like the people who really just like sat down and did what they wanted to do, they're the ones that have stuck around the longest. You go like into the, all the way back to like Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan just sat down and, and wrote the songs that he wanted to write, and here yep. we are, sixty years, some years later, still talking about him. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole point for me to make music, and I, I a lot of times I I I made an arrangement for vocals, uh, for example, and um, or made a chord progression, and and someone who's more like theoretically musically score uh, uh, schooled would come up to me and say like that's not uh, that's not how you should do it. It's not in the good key, and it's not. Uh, I said, does it sound good? Does it vibe? Does it does it give you a feeling? Yes, it does. Then that's exactly what it needed to do. <laughs> exactly. It, I don't care about all that stuff that it, it needs to be a certain way. That's not how I work. I, I hear something, I feel something, and uh, I, I try to put that in a song. And that's that's what I do. That's great. I like. It reminds me of, uh, I've been watching, the, I don't know if you know who Rick Beato is. Um, he's a mm. musician, producer. He's, nope. he's He's big on YouTube nowadays, but he's been in the industry for a long time, and and he he has this series on YouTube called um, "What Makes This Song Great," and huh. he he's got like a hundred episodes of it now, and he takes a song from a particular artist and breaks it down, and he somehow has it in his doll where he can isolate tracks and everything. It's oh, awesome! Really pretty incredible. But he goes through and he he talks about like, okay, here they hit that they hit that like that sharp, that flattened nine in that. The key that chord right there that really adds that tension and like the, uh-huh. the artist that was doing it didn't even realize that was what it was at the time <laughs> exactly. but it, it, he just exactly. felt, knew it sounded good and they went with it and <laughs> yeah and uh and he even says that. like they probably i'm sure they didn't know that was what it was at the time but that yes. you know it works <laughs> yeah exactly i i um uh, when i wrote the songs uh i took the demos to a to a friend of mine who is uh he, he teaches music theory and he uh, he was listening to him like oh yeah okay oh awesome oh yeah cool oh yeah uh, and he started to ask me questions and I'm like no I just I just I just played on a guitar I just I just <laughs> it just came up like whoa I don't know all the, I, I I never really dived into all these theory stuff because I, I it's not for for me exactly it's more 
like rules are made to, to, to give you something to fall back on and uh, more to be broken, to be to make it better, in my opinion. But um, he was like, whoa, you don't know all those theory stuff, but you still made those songs. And that made me proud because right. I really followed my feelings and not just theory. Exactly. And some people get too into theory and it, it might sound mm-hmm. really good, but it sounds robotic almost because it, it sounds it just, made it loses the the feeling. Yeah, it's it sounds made and not uh, organic. Exactly, it's, it's thought up. <laughs> Which, well, and to be fair, that can also be very cool, uh, but not always. Yeah, there's a time like, and place for all of it. Exactly. And like I always say, you whatever you do, you do you, man. Just, <laughs> whatever works yeah. for you, go for it. Yeah, exactly. But that's all what I do, except really just trying to be hip. I've I've never been hip in my life, man. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> I think that's why most people that play guitar, that's why they started playing guitar because they thought it looked cool and they wanted yeah. to get they wanted to pick up on some of those cool points. <laughs> all that that reminds me of the YouTube videos. It's like uh, how to how to play guitar to get laid. I think I've seen that one actually. <laughs> that's a very that's a for sure I have. <laughs> Put a guitar pick in your mouth. That's that's one of the tips. <laughs> yes, I remember that. That's awesome. <laughs> and there's also one about playing piano, and you have to make your hands really wide, and that's very manly and everything. <laughs> yeah, I've heard a lot of like you know big name artists that you know get to play guitar and whatnot talk about the yeah, that's why they started learning how to play so they could like play at parties and like impress girls. Yeah. <laughs> And then it took away with them. Then just, they just. Yeah. Then they focus on the guitar and forget about the girls for a while. Yeah, it started in all life. Oh. Oh crap! Now I'm a musician. Oh me. Oh. How do we get here? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I sometimes have that feeling. How do I, How did I get here? That's. that's uh, for me, that's really weird because I I started singing when I was two. I guess I still have these little cassette tapes um, on which I sing for my grandfather. Uh, on his birthday and you hear me like singing like long salsa life it's like happy birthday in dutch and it's it's so fun to hear but and it's all in the in the same key so that makes me proud i'm like <laughs> even back then i wasn't i was in key <laughs> that would stay on pitch how about that <laughs> exactly i used to do so, that at that age too but i like i don't know i got completely away from singing i haven't done any vocals in like years but Mm. I'm trying to actually get back into it a little bit for a little solo project I'm kind of trying to put together. So oh, awesome. Yeah, it's so freeing. For me, I have a couple of moments in, in life where I really can just just not think and just be. And and when I'm really just singing stuff I really like, that's that's a moment where I'm just, I am. I, I don't have to think. I don't have to mold everything over in my head so then that helps it's your happy place <laughs> it's my happy place man <laughs> you exactly. mean it's, it's right on me <laughs> <laughs> okay oh it's the second the second podcast podcast i have to say it right that uh that i'm doing ever i've never really been into podcasts i have i've done one with a with a guy from New Zealand who lives in the Netherlands now. Awesome. Yep, and also about music, so that's really nice. What's the name of that podcast? Shout him out. 
Oh, do you remember offhand? I I, I have <laughs> I to put you on the spot, Oh man, I'll circle back to that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it, man. Like I, like I said, I've listened to so much stuff, different podcasts, different musicians, and whatnot that I I can't keep it all straight. Like half the time, I'm like right, right now, I've got about the next about six or eight episodes. Um interviews scheduled for over the next couple of weeks here and like i have to check my calendar every day it's like okay so who am i talking to today <laughs> <laughs> this i was also like oh it's five. Oh, uh, crap get on get on get on skype <laughs> let's do this <laughs> i don't know if i didn't have my calendar with like popping up alerts to remind me i'd forget yeah <laughs> there was one time last year i'd uh it was during the i was probably on like may of last year when I was, we were pretty much locked down and I had like no schedule at all. I might stay up till 6 a.m. one day and mm. sleep till four in the afternoon, but then I might go to bed at midnight that night and be up at seven the next morning. You just never knew. I, it was, I was so <laughs> sporadic and there was <laughs> one night. I, day? <laughs> yeah, it was one night I forgot yeah. I had an interview the next morning. So I, it was probably around like three or four when I went to bed <laughs> and I was woke up by, at about 10 a.m. by my phone my skype ringing on my phone and my computer in the other room and i'm like what the? oh crap and i was like already late for my <laughs> all right this is a new podcast give me five found... minutes to get a cup of coffee and then we'll, be, we'll get this going <laughs> exactly i found the podcast i, I did uh, it's, it's called finding inspiration by uh, jason tonison oh, that's a great name i like that yeah finding inspiration really awesome I will have to go check that out. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Finding inspiration. Maybe just a title for a movie. Right or a book or Yeah. Nice. So um you say you you're about to put out this last single from this album. How long ago did the album drop? Oh, when we did pull up, when we did, was that 2019 uh, October? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that right. Good, good. Yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, already some time ago. It's 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 go so fast. All right. <laughs> and we did it uh, in The Hague. I don't know if you know that city in the Netherlands. I'm familiar of it because of, you know, the uh, <laughs> criminal court, the international <laughs> criminal court. That's about no, it. That's, that's always saying like that. <laughs> No, it's also where our, where our government is. And um, uh, it's not very, very far from, uh, well, n- everything is not far from each other in the Netherlands. So that, that's the, <laughs> let's say that for sure. But um, we did it. We released it there in a, on, a, on a nice stage. It's called Bart. So it's called a, a horse. Just for translation. And um, we did that with 16 people on stage. So we had uh, horn players, I had string players, I had uh, um, uh, a neighbor, a Syrian neighbor who played um, Darbuka. Uh, uh, how do you say that? Uh, percussion. Uh-huh. So it's really, yeah, it's, it's uh, that was an awesome night. I bet it was. You recorded the whole thing live right there? Yes, we did. And we're, uh, we're, uh, gonna uh, release that live album as well. Uh, it's gonna take a little bit of time because I have to mix it, and uh, we're gonna release it. 
And I'm very, very curious about that and very looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be fun to hear. Yeah, we all we have a, a couple of videos already of that performance online. So uh, you can check that out on YouTube as well. Absolutely. And I'll link up your YouTube channel in the whenever I do this or post this to the, the website to a show notes page, mm-hmm. which I'm way behind on. I haven't done show notes for the last like four <laughs> episodes or five episodes, something like that. You have to commit yourself to this podcast. I know. And I was like really on it last year. And like about July of last year, I had some personal things come up and I went on hiatus for a little bit. And I'm just really trying to find my stride again since I came back back in December. But it's also just a weird time. So it really is. It's about. And I started this whole show back in January of 2020, just about two months before everything started going to hell. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so it wasn't that you started this podcast because everything was going to hell. You already started it. Yeah, I'd already started it and was well on the way. I had several episodes that already aired. I think January 20th was my first episode. So we were about probably six to eight episodes in uh-huh. when COVID started shutting things down over here. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, well, actually, the last day things were really normal around here before things started going to lockdown was on March the 13th last year. It happened to be a Friday the 13th. Ah, wow. Our last <laughs> normal day was Friday the 13th. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> that explains a lot. Uh, so all the bars and all the place where live music, is it's all now locked down. A lot of ours is open back up now. It depends okay. on where you are, you know, like. Oh, up in New York, there's a lot more restrictions. Over in California, they've had a lot different restrictions. Like most of LA is still locked down, but a lot of Texas is open back up, and also from county to county, you know, it can vary still. But that's it's a, that's kind of a weird thing for me to hear because we just have these. Our whole country is the same, and yeah, it's, we are a smaller country, of course, but it's just a different way of of uh, doing that. Right, I, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure Texas is probably larger than, <laughs> than the Netherlands. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, you were saying how nothing's very far from each other. And I'm thinking True. we have the exact opposite here. Like True. just in, in like in the Dallas Fort Worth area where I live, pretty much anything you want is going to be like in town is going to be at least a half an hour away. Because so, we just sprawl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's, I have to, when I drive, like, uh, I think no, I'm not more than two hours and I'm in, in Germany or Belgium. Wow. So I'm, I'm uh, out of the country pretty fast if I want to. <laughs> it, it, I can't remember the exact numbers, but if you were to hit Texas at its very widest point, it would take something like 16 hours, I think, to drive across it at the speed limit. <laughs> yeah, that's bigger. It's bigger. Yeah, just, <laughs> we can say that for sure. <laughs> Just to drive across Dallas Fort Worth can be two to three hours if there's n- little traffic. If, if there's traffic, mm-hmm. it can be worse. But like drive all the way across it with no traffic, probably in about two hours. That's just okay. one one urban area. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 also what's cool about it. For for me, for a foreigner, for just a, a Dutchman thinking about that, um, it's it's kind of cool. And that's what what hit me when I was in the, in New York. I did a, a couple of shows in in um, in New York on Manhattan, and I did a couple in Boston, 
solo shows and i really just liked it there just the sheer size of everything and just the whole i was in awe of everything yeah new york's a whole different animal than here too because everything went vertical there because they're so limited you know there's manhattan's on an island and so you only have so much space <laughs> yeah exactly no so that's really what i want to I, I really want to visit uh visit the rest of the u.s like uh even texas and nashville and charlottesville uh, because my my hero Dave Matthews comes from Charlottesville, and I really want right. to see that as well. So yeah, I wanted to see more, but uh, I wasn't allowed. Now I'm not allowed to come. Yeah, it's things will things will relax some. Hopefully, like I think I've said this the last couple of episodes. <laughs> hopefully, this <laughs> vaccine will kind of take effect soon. We will have enough people vaccinated that it'll pretty well knock it back, so it's not nearly the issue that it was. Exactly. No, but I really want to play again in the U.S. because I really like the audiences as well. Uh, I really like the the enthusiasm that um, that U.S. people can uh, can bring to the table. I, I always think that um, not to be uh, uh, bad mouthing the Dutch, but we're reserved. I guess we're more. Uh, oh, I really like that instead of yeah. And, <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes you just need a yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and that, that's what I got more in, in in New York, and I really like that. It's it's good for your for your uh, motivation, I guess. Absolutely, it's. I've played a, I've only played a few live shows myself in my band since I've started them about a couple of years ago because you know COVID kind of put a mm-hmm. damper on live performances. <laughs> yep. We've done a couple, like we did one last October and then one in December, so. And we've got two booked in March now, so that's that's the only shows we've done in the last two years. But oh wow! But uh, it's, good shows. Did you had fun? Yeah, the last one we were on last, and uh, most people had bailed already, so it was pretty dead in there by the time we we got on stage. Ah. But it was it was still fun to play. We had some sound issues um, in the monitors; we couldn't hear very well. Dude, that didn't <laughs> that's, help. That's always that's I. I at one point I just gave up uh, on festivals here in the Netherlands as well. You 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 either have really good sound or you have uh, crap sound, yep. and but you still need to play. And uh, I at one point I said to myself, just play, and I can really just feel and hear in my own head if I'm if I'm on pitch and if I so I can minimally just be on pitch and that's it, and then just rock it out and we'll see. And uh, I kind of like that, too, just to go full on and see what happens. It's right. kind of improvisation as well. <laughs> Absolutely. It's and all if part of the process. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm playing for two or 2,000 people, I just, I'm just i giving it all because that's why I'm there. Exactly. I'm up there having fun no matter what, what size the crowd <laughs> is. Exactly. That's the mm. that's why we all do this is to go out and play live. I mean, it's it's fun to sit in the studio and work on things and do write stuff and all that stuff. But the, but the the real thrill is to be up on that stage. Yeah, for me, it's also the other way around. The last year, because of Corona, I did a I I played a lot of shows, and at one point I was like, okay, now I cannot play a lot of shows. What I'm gonna do? What I'm so I just started doing voiceovers. I uh, started to do like voice acting and writing more songs uh, with others for others, uh, singing in like custom songs for other people working from my own home studio. And I really started to like that as well. I'm like, okay, this is, 
I can still uh, perform, but I can do that in my robe in the morning. That's nice. That is pretty nice. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a new side that uh that I didn't really got into, and and now I did, and kind of thanks to Corona, which sounds very bad, but you know what I mean. <laughs> there's there's a lot of positives are gonna be coming out of this eventually, you know like. There's there's always some positive stuff coming out. There you see a lot of creative people who um, who started helping people, and uh, it just gives time to, to to shift your focus and to do different stuff, and uh, that's good. Exactly, a lot of more creatives are going to be popping up out of the woodwork, you know, and actually pursuing their dreams now because of this because they have the time to devote to it um just like all kinds of things new all kinds of new businesses will be spawned because of it while some others go away because of it it's well, it's kind of like a forest fire maybe even if you know if you know what i'm talking yeah, that, about yeah that makes sense you know cause you kind of rejuvenate things a bit yeah exactly but for me the, the band's taken up a lot of energy and a lot of attention and um uh, which th- that's now for the most part gone so i can do different things now and i hope that when we can perform again i can just do it both and more harmonically and uh, uh maybe it gives me more space in my head and more rest as well because i was really like well 60 shows a year oh maybe more even so we, every week i had one or two shows so i was living up to that and it's also nice to have a little bit of uh, rest as well. I can believe that. That must be a couple of years ago. I think it was back in 2018 uh, or somewhere around there that I heard uh, one of my all-time favorite bands was Metallica, and uh, mm. they they made a commitment. They came out and said, "Okay, we're gonna scale back our our show number of shows we're doing per year now. We're we're, we're getting a little older. We're gonna try to slow it down so voice <laughs> has time to recover and whatnot. So we're only yeah. gonna do 52 shows or 50 shows a year now." <laughs> Only 50 shows a year. That's still almost one week on average. Yeah, that's exactly. So, but they group them together. You know, they'll play like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. every three nights or so for a, yeah. a month or so, and then take a month or two off. And yeah, but just just imagine how how many they were doing and how much strain exactly. that is on, on everything. It's it it becomes a job, I guess, and then then, then you need to step back and see like, okay, step back. Here, there you go. You need to step back and have uh, have a good look. Like, I, it should should be fun as well. This is what I want to do. It's a passion, right? And of course, they were the the type that that's what they lived for was touring and playing live. And you know, they would yeah. put out an album and tour for two straight years in promotion of that album, which is yep. kind of weird that you don't do it that way anymore. Like nowadays, the album is more to promote the tour because that's where they're making their money <laughs> these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, for the for the beginning bands, it's it's not that way. No, but uh, but if you're like more in the the top uh, whatever, yeah, then you need to tour. Absolutely, it's like um Joe Bonamassa. You know who you're familiar with him? Yeah, blues yeah, rock awesome. guy. Oh yeah, phenomenal talent. But uh, he was his last two albums he released, he was giving them away. Just yeah. Give, just giving it away. Just give me your email address and I'll <laughs> send you a link. You can download the entire album. Uh, and you think about a U2 song, the U2 on, uh, on the, what is it, iTunes? 
the put on the oh, phone. Oh yeah, <laughs> I made the phones came preloaded with it. Yeah, no, that was a fiasco. <laughs> exactly. But Joe was yeah, doing but, that just to build his email list so that when he's coming to town, he can email yeah. and say, hey, we're going to be there and sell yeah. tickets that way. So he's doing the exact opposite. He's using the album to promote his his shows. Exactly. Well, we're doing a, we're doing a thing here. It's called a, um, like front door concerts. And uh, people can like book artists uh, and they will play a couple of songs just in front of their front door because we're yeah. not allowed to go in. And uh, so you cannot go to a concert, but a little concert is coming to you. And it's very nice to do. And I also just a lot of times just give my CD to, to those people because they've heard my songs now. And I want just to have my music in their home and then let people talk about it and let, let it grow. So, yeah, I, I can understand that he does that. Absolutely. It makes sense, you know, from from that perspective. If you're in a position that he is, you know, you've got the recognition out there already. You just give away the hard copies and and if if you can afford that. Yeah, exactly. I I couldn't give all my hard well, copies. Not really hard. Yeah, not hard copies. That. He's giving away digital downloads. That's a whole bit that's, different. That's yeah, that's that's that works has works a lot better than. But but today most people think of a hard copy as an actual download. <laughs> Not a physical. Well, not, not a physical I've, entity. I've made my. I've put my album on vinyl because I wanted it, and and vinyl is getting is is more hip now. Uh, here it is. I don't know if it's it's just oh, as yeah, hip in is. the U.S. Yeah. So, but that wasn't the reason for me to put it on vinyl. I really wanted it to be on vinyl because I play vinyl myself. If I really like something new or new or old, I will get it on vinyl because I just wanted to support it. Support the band, support the music, and have something awesome to hold when I listen to the music. Yeah, that is cool. I remember, like, I, I came up with cassettes when I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah, uh, that yeah, was yeah. The dominant media. I think CDs came out in like '85 or something like that, but they didn't mm-hmm. really take off until into the '90s. Um, exactly. So I, I already, I also just had to, had a cassette, and I had a cassette player when I, so I could record myself and the radio. Yep, fun times, huh? <laughs> that was nice. I even see uh, people that are listening to this. This is going to be audio only, so you, for those of you listening, sorry, but I'm just looking. Um, Marvin, you've got a reel-to-reel player behind you there, even I see. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I'm not using it as often as I uh, I want to, but it's more as an effect for when I record stuff. Cool. So so if I want a more analog sound, I uh, I can uh, run it through there. Get a more organic sound from it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like with, with all of the digital stuff and the Spotify's and the iTunes now, it's, I listen to music when I listen to that on Spotify, I listen differently to music. It's more like in the car or when I do something else. Uh, it's so different to, to really put something on and listen to it. I know. It's not a lot of people really do that anymore. We always listen to music while we're doing something else. You know, I remember yeah. when I was a kid, we'd get a new tape and we'd go take, put it in the tape player and sit down and just listen to it. Yes, and exactly. And you don't do that anymore. You don't, no, and almost nobody listens to like full albums all the way through yeah. anymore. They listen to single tracks at a time because they're streaming on yeah. Spotify and it's a mixture of everybody. So, But artists are always just, just releasing single tracks as well. Yeah, a lot of or, or EPs, and yep. uh, and it's it's not the the audience's fault because they're just uh, spoiled. It's it's easy now. Oh yeah, you know, and and it's not their fault, but it's it's kind of. I hope that 
the really sitting down and listening to something, I hope that that doesn't go away. But I also see myself doing it uh, uh, fewer and fewer and fewer times. Um, so I have to remind myself to really listen to music. I know same here, but I mean, I have an excuse to a lot now, but I've still oftentimes won't listen to entire tracks because I'll have, you know, a hundred people have sent me something and I need to try yeah. to like get through them to pick out a few that I want that could have on but the that's show. Also, yeah. But that's also what happens to, uh, to the radio stations, uh, at least here is what I know is that when you make a song that you want to have out on the radio as well, you have to make a song that like has the hook in, in less than 10 seconds because the, the radio station itself will listen to it only for 20 seconds or 30 seconds. Oh, and wow. if they don't like it by then, no, it won't be on the radio. And it's it's really weird that you you if you really want that, you have to produce your songs accordingly. So, uh, and then Dave Grohl once said it: "Don't bore us, get us to the chorus." And this is just <laughs> like extremely chorus, like chorus now, hook, let's go. It's like in your face. So every everything you hear on the radio is in your face now. Bang, boom, him hit after hit after hit, and. Uh, there's not much room for new music as well. So there's like two radio stations in the Netherlands. We have more like a, a system where we have a couple of uh, like six to eight radio stations for the whole country. And two of them uh, promote new artists or new music. And the rest are more uh, oldies or 80s right. or uh, hits, only the hits. And uh, so it's very hard to be played on the radio in the Netherlands. Like you can play on local radio, but not a lot of people listen to local radio in the Netherlands. Yeah, not a, a lot of people listen to terrestrial radio at all here anymore, but some do. Mm. Um, and there are a couple of local stations I know here that play. They have segments where they'll play local bands. Like there's one okay. fairly good sized one that they do like a, a spot on. I think it's Sunday evening where they do. They focus on local bands and. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that here, but it's really not a lot. And like to get try to get played on like like Clear Channel Radio is one that owns like the, a whole network of stations all over the country. Mm -hmm. And you know to try to get in with their program directors to get cycled through on their stations is you have to be like a really big name, or you're not ever going to get exactly. on. You know, if you're not a yep. Katy Perry or a Kanye West, yep. you're not going to yep. get played over there. Yeah, we have a system uh, with with um, it's it's called uh, pluggers, pluggers. <laughs> it's uh, uh, radio promoters, exactly uh, like that. And you pay them a lot of money with no guarantee, and they'll yeah. just kind of try to want to uh, get your song on that radio station. But uh, if this if around the same time the Foo Fighters is is bringing out a new song or uh, Rick Astley is bringing on a new song, uh, you're just done for because you're not them rick ashley still putting out music oh yes he did yeah. oh, i still yeah. only know one song of his yeah he had a he had something cool it was, it was also a bit of a um a spiritual religion uh type uh album as well um uh listen to keep singing uh, i really like that song I'm writing that down because I'm, I'm yeah. interested now to go see what he's doing. Cause I, oh, yeah. I said, I, it's I, not I, the newest. He ha, I think he had a new album already, but uh, this was that song Keep Singing just really resonated with me. I, I, I'm not really uh, the religion type man, 
but uh but the song was just awesome <laughs> and to, to to hear that he's singing that and it's it's not at all what you would think it's not uh i'm gonna get you home. it's not it's not that anymore so <laughs> I think the biggest draw there was from his video because it was such a paradox. Oh my god! You, know, like, it, it, you hear it and then you see it and it's like, yeah. wait, these things don't <laughs> don't work together. <laughs> but that voice is just awesome. Like, yeah, he's got a phenomenal voice. Today. I just, oh, I, I still love it. I have it in my playlist in my car when I'm alone. I'll just sing to it. Like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we, well, everybody's been rickrolled now. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, good fun. Good fun. Absolutely. So, so how many albums do you currently have out? Uh, Like real albums, albums, uh, I think two. And one of them is a live album as well. Nice. So I have one full length album now with 11 songs on vinyl. And I have uh, like two EPs. I'm looking over my shoulder to my uh, to my management. They know they have more <laughs> answers to me when I when I screw it up. They're like no, but <laughs> uh, no, but I, no, but I need to know. No, no, yeah, really, we made two EPs um, and now a full length album and a, a live album we did in Paradiso in Amsterdam. So that's that's kind of amazing, and. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about what I want to do now. If I want to make a full-length album again, or also want to make like uh, only songs, like like singles, um, or EPs again. I I I'm still on the fence. I get that, and like most of us are doing the same thing. We're trying to figure out what's going to be best for us, you know. But yeah, you go to record and do I do full albums? Do I even bother with that now because no one consumes full albums anymore? Do I just drop singles? Do I do the Drake thing and drop a single every week or something? You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just also it's costly to to be an indie yes. band and make full length albums. Yeah, it's there's very. So, there's so much stuff that that comes uh, with making full length albums, and and especially when I wanted to put it on vinyl, it was like my wallet is empty, man. <laughs> I hear you. But that's but that's okay because I got something really nice out of it uh and I'm very proud of it. But if I if I'm going to do that again, I'm not sure. My band is just now starting to record some demos. I was over at my singer's house just yesterday actually and we recorded our first demo track. So we kind of huh. have that going. We just need to get um a couple little elements added to it and then at least we'll have a demo, our first demo ready to go, but we were talking about while we were over there, and it's like if we want to do like say a just a like a nine track album, mm -hmm. eight eight to ten tracks. Um, if we had everything down, everybody had their parts, you know, polished and ready to go. So we go in, we track and we mix and bounce, and that's not even counting mastering or anything yet. That's just yeah. get in there, get it get it recorded and mixed. Mm. To do a full album is low end. Looking about two thousand dollars American, so. no, and that's that's cheap for that's a, that's yeah, a yeah, local yeah, yeah, yeah. studio, you know, that does stuff yeah. pretty pretty inexpensively. Yeah, well, I I'm thinking about what we spend for recording. We did a couple of thousand, I guess, in euros then. Eh? Yeah, 
Um, I'm, I'm looking over my because that's an answer that that you. What what do we spend on recording? Oh, let's check Purely it out. Recording. Purely recording. <laughs> okay, some math is going oh, yes. on behind me. <laughs> well, mixing, mixing, mastering, mixing, like mastering. the the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Evie, by the way, guys. And, and Hello, Evie. Evie takes control of a lot of things that I cannot or don't want to do. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the best you. explanation that she does. Make sure the finances are in order. <laughs> she makes sure the finances are in order. <laughs> All right, we'll. <laughs> I'll, I'll come back with it. Okay, she'll circle her. All right. Now cool. we're putting her on the spot. Yes, there we go. <laughs> no, but it's it was uh, it was very costly, and um, we had a problem with with mastering as well, which it which made it even more costly because uh, it was mastered, and we get the you get like these uh, the first demo vinyl, and you have to uh, approve it, and I put it on my I put it on my uh, my deck. And I played it, and I'm like, "Oh crap, it's not good enough." And like, I don't know if you know this, but if 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 you go to the middle of the of a vinyl record, uh, this the the needle goes like uh, in a angle. I have to say this right, in an angle, and there's more pressure on it, so it gets distorted more often, or more more easily. And at that point, um, apparently, my vocal does that does that as well. So it got really distorted in the middle of the record. So the last songs of every side of the record. And I like, this is too much. I cannot put it out like this. So we had to go back to the um, the guys that made the vinyl. And we had to make a new mold. And we have to figure out how to make it sound better. Oh, that's good. That, uh, I bet that was that was when you heard that. that. That was very... I was almost crying. It was really emotional. <laughs> and um, But we... Uh, so... All the records now are made on copper. Like the the first mold is made on copper, but there's an old version, uh, an old way to do it, and it's on lacquer, and that's what we end up doing. And it sounded much more rounded, warmer sound, which mm-hmm. didn't distort as much. So I was very happy that we could do that. But we had to make a new mold, and molds are expensive in vinyl business. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's where the bulk of the expense comes in there, the tooling and the exactly. molding. Exactly, because the, the vinyl itself is like, uh, yeah. So for for a new cutting, we paid like 450, 500 euros for just a new cut, new mold. So yeah. <laughs> Go do vinyl, they said. It would be nice. It would be fun, they said. It would be fun, they said. Yeah. They lied. Well, they lied. Well, it was fun, but it wasn't. it was very hard. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy. I, 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 I can't even imagine. I know my, my singer and I were talking yesterday about that, too. He's like, he, he, we were discussing, you know, the difference in do we want to do an album? Do we want to just drop a couple EPs along the way or just singles? Yeah. How we want to do it. And, yeah. and he said he, he eventually wants to have an album. So I want an, a physical copy that I can say, I can hold in my hands and say, I, I did this. And yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I get that. That that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, but that's also a bit old school, I guess. Yeah. Well, we're all I think old a school. Lot of, so. Yeah, we're all old school. Yeah. We're, I, but there's a lot of new uh, new artists who are like, I don't. Um, Spotify is fine for me. I just want to do it all digitally. And yeah. Yeah. Fine. If that suits you. 
I, I have an, uh, an answer, by the way, on how much we spend on recording. <laughs> Hit me with it. It's it's shocking. It's shocking to me. It's um, it's how uh, we say it's over ten thousand euros. Wow. <laughs> but that includes uh, all the the extra arrangements that are made, like for uh, violins and and uh, horns and session right. musicians, studio time, mixing, mastering, eleven songs. So this is a full out everything. Normally, like uh, a record label will, would pay for this, or you get an uh, get it right. up front. But we did it ourselves because we just wanted, and we did it. Um, that's why I'm okay with saying what we spent because we did a crowdfunding for it as well. Perfect. Which was very, very. Uh, um, uh, I wanted to say lucrative, but it's not. It's not a good word. Uh, it, it was a success. Like let's say it like that. Um, so yeah, that that was very nice. So um, we we could do the things we wanted to do. I'm interested to know more about that. How you went about crowdfunding it? How you like? Uh, did you use like Indiegogo or, or one of those the big no, name we did crowdfunding a, we did sites? A, it was kind of a big name. It was a Dutch one, so it's okay. called for the Kunsten for the arts. That's gotcha. that's so so it's not only for not a, not just for music. It's also uh, for whatever art or cultural thing you wanted to do, and uh, they kind of helped you. They helped you really good, really well. They, uh, you can always just call them and email them, and they go back and forth. They go, and it's, it's every day you have to do something with that. So we had it running for maybe a month and a half or so. And uh, every day I had to post something. Every day I had to say something about it and push it and push it and push it because otherwise it wouldn't be successful. That's where I was going with that. I was wanting to know how you were going about promoting that. So yep. you made sure enough people saw it that they would be promoting interested the in it. heck out of it. Yep. It's it's and even then it's nail biting because you never know. Right. You just never know. And um and you have to find ways of of paying back the people so. Uh, mm-hmm. just a CD or just a digital download or just a vinyl. It wasn't enough. It isn't enough. You really want to do something special like, um, like living room concerts or um, signed merch or some, something that's, that's unique for you. So we made uh, t-shirts and I really wanted to make a shirt that's not just uh, a black shirt with white Marvin D band or whatever. Or MDB. I really wanted something nice, so um, we made a really nice shirt with a nice print, and very small. Uh, you see, Marvin D band changes, but it's not in your face. So you would wear this shirt just because it's a nice shirt, not because the band's on there, and that's very important to me. Right. That's so that's very interesting because, um, like, a lot of people in various different industries and whatnot they they want to build a website or they want to go sell i don't know sell their craft that they do on etsy or they want mm-hmm. to sell resell used clothing on ebay or they want to sell their music get streams on spotify or yep. they're wanting to get a gofundme thing going or something along those lines they go mm-hmm. and they put it on there and sit back and wait for it to start rolling in and it's like that's, that's not, not how this works <laughs> exactly that's really not how it works you have to put in some so many bands <laughs> and but then they're disappointed so that it didn't work i'm like yeah, yeah sherlock i could tell you that it's, it's yeah but that's maybe 
um, is it the sign of the times as well? Because I'm 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 not old. It's I'm like in some ways. Yeah, I'm I'm not old. I'm I'm 33 now, but I see people that are younger than me, uh, who are like, yeah, but it will all come naturally to me. I won't do have to do anything. Well, you you do. Like there's a lot of a lot of kids that are on on conservatory right now here that do pop music, and um, they are pretty cool at what they do. They're they're good, but they are being really loved in the school. And the moment they quit school or they get like or are they done with school, it's like oh now I'm in the big world. What now? <laughs> and that's that's also like I'm like. You have to work for it, and you have to make sure that not only your music, but your your management skills when you're when you're starting out, your your uh, entrepreneur skills are all there as well. It's not only making music; you have to make yourself want it. I see a lot of young people that are wanting to do YouTube channels for the gaming or whatever it is. It's the same thing, yep. you know. They or they want to sell slime on Instagram and <laughs> and. I know that's a big one. But wow. My even my daughter, she's got a YouTube channel. She hasn't messed with much in a while, but she was just tickled every time she got one or two views and I was like, "Well, where are you promoting this?" She's like, "What's that?" What's <laughs> well, promoting? Yeah. I'm not I just, I just put, put it online. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Of course she doesn't have, you know, she, She's 13 now, so she's got some social accounts now, but she didn't even mm. have a Twitter or Instagram or anything up until then, so she didn't have yeah. any place really to promote it. So, so it kind of makes sense, but yeah. And now with social media, it's 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 I see it as a as a curse and also something really good because as beginning artist, you can really put yourself out there, and if you really find out how the algorithms work and how you can mess with those and how you can get more views out of it. It's very cool, but a lot of people are using it because a lot of people can use it. So it's it's really tricky. Yeah, just like all you know, everybody with a laptop and a microphone, a little um, interface, some software, and you can be your exactly. own singer slash producer. Yeah. Um, so there's a well, lot of that out there. So it's sometimes difficult yeah. to cut through the noise. Exactly, but at the same time. Uh, if that wasn't there, then some people wouldn't be exactly. uh, out there and wouldn't be heard. Right. So, yeah. It made so much more opportunity for so many talented artists that you know, yep. it's it's a net positive. I'm not going to knock it at all. And it's one thing that gets me when people start telling, you know, saying things about social media in general and these generalizations that it's it's terrible. Like Twitter's nothing but a bunch of people complaining. It's like all these are. <laughs> All these networks, they are what you make them. If you follow a bunch of accounts that oh, that's all they do is talk about politics, well, then you're going to get a bunch of people complaining and bitching about politics, of course. Yeah. It's, it's what you make it. You follow exactly. the people that are doing good stuff. Don't follow the assholes. <laughs> yeah, you can just unfollow, man. You can – Exactly. <laughs> you can a, so, yeah, but it's also good to see uh, different point of views and then uh, make your own view out of it. That's important, I guess. Absolutely. So if you really just just cut off cut off everything and just stay in your own bubble, which is happening a lot, I guess, um, that's also not very healthy, I guess. But that's a whole different ballgame. Right, and you get a lot of people they'll they'll subscribe to you know people that 
share their same point of view. So they just want to yep. this giant echo chamber. Exactly. Exactly that. Yes. Quite yeah. common. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't matter your political persuasion. It's the same on both sides of the aisle. <laughs> exactly. 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 No, I'm uh, I, I always made a, a very big stand on not being political in uh, in what same. I do. Uh, I, I, I'm a musician. I am, there's a lot of, I don't know, this was years and years, like every time when I, when I watch TV, there's a talk show on here in the Netherlands and there's always a guest that's like a Dutch famous person and it's, they're famous for being famous or whatever, uh, being an entrepreneur or being a singer and they get asked about these things that they do not have any knowledge of but they are allowed to give their opinions and i'm like why and i would never do that i if i ever do that uh, and 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 someone sees that please call me and say never do that again because that irritates me i'm like what well, what am i going to say about whatever nuclear energy or uh the winter storm in texas i have ne i've never been there i don't know <laughs> so I'm 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 really passionate about not <laughs> being involved with stuff I do not know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't. I used to be a political junkie back oh, 20 years ago or so now. Mm -hmm. I've gotten to where I just if I'm of the opinion that if you even want that job, you know, let's say president of our country or whatever, you mm -hmm. have to be pretty narcissistic to even want that job. Mm -hmm. So I'm. I just don't even want to. It doesn't matter which which party you belong to or whatever. I don't care. I don't want to hear it from you. Just just don't do anything that really screws things up for everybody, and we'll be good. <laughs> exactly. Whoever happens just, to be leading us right, you know, leading the country right now is going to have very little effect on my day to day life. So you do you. I'll do me. We're all good. Exactly. Just uh, just uh, be kind for everyone around you and do what you can do. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> well, that's right. This, this I want to just make music to make people feel stuff. And even in that, if if my songs, like like a song that like this the step back song that it's that it's out the the new single, um, some people will get sad and some people will like, yeah, this is this is good for me. So I'm like positive, and that's I like that. I like that it's in, interpretable. I like that uh, uh, that you can hear different things in it. Exactly, and I have heard different opinions on this, but some people, they like to put out the meaning of their song so that people can come, mm. like, go to their website or whatever and, and know yeah. what they were thinking at the time when they wrote this, what they were feeling, and that helps them attach, you know, yeah. attach yeah. with it more. Other people are like, no, I kind of want to be laid with it a little vague so that people can feel whatever they yeah. feel, you know. And I'm like, well, that's mm, like I, the big I can see both sides of it. So, yeah, but there, I, I've known that there are weddings where like uh, every breath you take from Sting is played. And if you know what that song's about, it's really really weird that it's going to be played at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if you don't know it, look it up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like a stalker anthem. <laughs> yeah, it's a stalker anthem. <laughs> Well, but it's also and and here in the Netherlands, it's it's we listen to a lot of English music, uh, English spoken music, of English singing music, 
Right. And um, there's there's also weddings. Dutch weddings were like, if you don't know me by now, like that's not a very romantic song to put on your wedding, man. Like people just have their own stories and their own feelings with music, and that's kind of the fun part, I guess. Exactly. It reminds me about. Are you familiar with the YouTube channel Watch Mojo? No, I'm not. They do a top ten list like every day, and there's random stuff. Sometimes it's about food related stuff. Sometimes it's music related. Sometimes it's movies or pop culture, or whatever. But they had one that was like the top ten ironic songs to play at a wedding. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure both of those songs you just mentioned were on that list. Oh, I think they will be. <laughs> oh. If they weren't, they oh, should have been. Nice. I know the Sting song was on there. <laughs> I'll be watching you. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, you're marrying a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. So so when do you, do you proceed like, uh, I don't know, has there been any talk about when they might start to open things up or is it going to be kind of just playing it by ear still? So Yeah, like that. It's it's playing by ear. It's, it's, yeah. They, they kind of... They call it for supeling, eh? It's a good Dutch word, and just to, to, to make things more easy and more relaxed again, so more open up. Uh, so schools, like um, um, uh, we say that, like middle school, I guess, lower school, mm-hmm. uh, is opening now, and uh, high school is are opening for one day in a week, um, but shops are only opened on appointments. So we have to make an appointment to go to a shop, which is weird. That's crazy. But okay. Um, so and we have like click and collect, so we can can take stuff uh, when we order it. Um, but I think they're making stuff more open because we have uh, elections coming up. Yeah, probably. That's that's what the, <laughs> what the, the people on the street are saying. I, I really don't know, but um, they're also saying the third wave is coming. So, and we have the British variant, we have whatever Brazilian variant. I don't know. I just try to be a good citizen and do what I can, and um, I, have, I have no clue. But it's I do miss. Hear. Yeah, no, but I, I do miss performing, and I do miss just sitting in a bar, seeing someone play music live. It's been really long. And that's I'm starting to miss that. It's strange to hear you describe that because I know a lot of other places, a lot of Europe and everything has has been like that. And like for the most part here, retail and restaurants are all open. Most restaurants are like 50 percent capacity. They have every other booth shut off so you can't sit there. But they did it as well. They had really good rules, but uh, it just got too much. Um, yep. the numbers went up and, um, they said, no, this is, this is it. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of the restaurants are doing, uh, delivery now, Yeah. Same. but, but still they're, they're not, a lot of them aren't making it. So it's really weird because now you can order something that you would eat in a restaurant and normally it would not be a take, a takeout or a, or a delivery. So it's really weird to eat that at home, and uh-huh. as well, and that's why they put in a lot of extras and a lot of lot of sweet uh, little little messages to 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 keep you hooked on them or to to 
keep them in your mind, you know. And it's right. really sweet, but also a bit sad. Uh, it's really, it's a weird time. Very much so. Well, I hope y'all get open back up over there sometime. Like, I don't know, there are projections here that are saying, like, by June to July, most, at least, like, two-thirds of the population or whatever will have had a chance to get the vaccine. Yep. Other people are saying that's a bit that's a bit optimistic. So Maybe a little bit ambitious. but you know. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's going to be a waiting game still for a while, but. Exactly. Yeah, we Hopefully. have one uh, one festival planned to play in uh, was it July or June? July. July. Yeah. So I'm fingers I'm really crossed. hoping that uh, yeah, fingers crossed, and that's going to be the first. So I really need to rehearse with my band before we do that <laughs> because it's <laughs> a little bit rusty, people. <laughs> so we've been practicing like all along. Where we had a incident with our practice room getting hit by a tornado in late 2019 but uh, <laughs> yeah of course that's that's what you do right <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have you're in texas so um but we ha- they were just getting it back open like the week things started shutting down for covid so. mm. oh, but it man. was about a month later they were able to open some things like that up again oh, so nice. we were like it was last march that everything started shutting down here and it was by like in May, we were starting to practice again in the back in the okay. rehearsal studios. Nice. Too bad we've been practicing ever since. Okay, well, nothing is open here to do that, or we have to find our own space. And uh, there are regulations for sound and whatever. It's a small country; right. we don't have a lot of a lot of space, so that's hard. But we we do a lot of like we do video covers now. So um, I would start, or someone else, or the drummer would start. To, right. to do the cover and we just all add up and I mix it and we do it uh, we do videos as well and that's fun to do because you're kind of playing together but on a different way and you really need to listen and to, to, to really stick it together and that's that's kind of nice to do as well you can find it on YouTube as well by the way awesome man we'll check those out too um, I know a lot of people have been doing a lot of covers like that and doing doing yeah. things remotely I've seen a lot of bands doing that where they have like split screen it almost looks like you're in a zoom meeting with everybody on yeah. there but you know they're yeah. not all doing it live because you know they're not no. <laughs> oh, no. is still a thing but yeah no and I even I even did a cover with uh with the US artist I did it with uh with Karen Ann she's called, she, that's her name she's from Portland oh wow which is very awesome it's it's just so, so weird for me because because I we, we get we get taught English and uh most things most my english comes from from like movies and music and tv shows from the from the from america so i try to sound american a little bit i guess uh and if, if you just do a cover with, with with a native speaker from from the us it's like oh there we go <laughs> that's ah <laughs> oh, yeah uh, <laughs> i'm a dutch guy <laughs> It's odd though, like the, the, the Dutch when they're when you're speaking English, it oftentimes has much less of a of a foreign sounding to us, you know, accent than like say someone if this a native French speaker trying True. to speak English. Yeah. It, it's way thicker of an accent. We're high on the list of uh, of countries that uh, speak well English, so so we're proud of that. <laughs> yeah, like uh, everyone I've spoken with from the Netherlands is that they speak plain English like everybody else over here does pretty much. I mean, even <laughs> even Scottish people, it's harder to understand someone that's Scottish and their native <laughs> language is English. Exactly. 
I just, I just, uh, I feel that when I'm getting, when I get tired or really enthusiastic about something, then the 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 English grammar goes out of the window. I'm like, <laughs> so then I wanted, to, I want to, want to see. That's where exactly this is. This happens. So I want to go too fast, and uh, I lose it. I'm like, blah. Like you, you speak a lot better than English than some of the people like in in certain parts of this country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for that compliment. There was a show that was on, I think it was Discovery Channel, it was called Swamp People. Oh my God! And the, I, I, these are people that are speaking English to an English-speaking <laughs> audience, and they have to have subtitles. <laughs> oh, we have that. We have that here as well, but the, they have a different language. It's in 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 Friesland. They have a, it's it's really a different language. So, uh, and we also have a lot of thick accents and they would also put subtitles on there. So we have that as well, I guess. Makes sense. Even in, in this small country, like dialects. That's crazy. You'd have that many different dialects in a fairly small place. You could drive uh, like an hour and a half and you have a different dialect. And again and again and again. Well, it's, it's that we hear, but I mean, we have so many across the country. But like, if you are up in like New York and you drive down to Boston and you go, oh, then you like bounce over to Chicago. It's all completely different. Yeah. Even if you're down in Manhattan or Brooklyn, you go up upstate New York, it's completely different yeah. up there. But I think that's I think that's really awesome. And and we have like we we also have like Flemish. Like so flam, like the stuff that you need to clear out of your throat. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell them that. <laughs> no, like a, like like a Belgian, Belgium. They, oh, okay. They, it's Dutch, but it's a different Dutch. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. That's what. Yes, yes. So we have a. We used to be together, but we're not now anymore. It's like it's our ex. Like, <laughs> A long time ago, I guess. No, but even like in the Netherlands itself, like Rotterdam and De Hague is it's 15 minutes apart with car, and we have different accents. You can really speak Dutch in a Rotterdam way, and you can speak Dutch in a De Hague way. I've heard that a lot from like English people too. Like if you're if you're from London and you go to meet someone from Manchester, it's like completely yep. different. So it's completely different. Yeah. I think that's awesome. <laughs> it's variety, man. It's like, yeah. it, how boring would it be if we were all the same? Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. We've been going a little <laughs> over to... an hour now. I think we should probably start looking towards wrapping this up here. Oh, um, okay. How are we gonna before do that? we do, though, I'm like, you, you did <laughs> say you had... You're not sure what your next movie is. If you're going to work on a new album or a new EP, but um, I'm sure you'll keep us well, posted on that. The, what's, what is going to happen is that there's a new single now, and there will be a live album from from uh, from exactly. we released it. And that's that's for sure. That's going to happen. And uh, we're going to do a, a couple of more covers, and um, after that, I'm just going to write and see what happens. Awesome. Do you have an actual website? that yeah, yeah, we have the, the Marvin D Band dot NL. I thought I remembered seeing because that because we're Dutch, exactly. <laughs> and just just remember it's like Marvin and then D E E, exactly. And then band, and that so it's and like all the updates are available there. I assume links to everything. yeah, yeah. No, exactly. So it's like www.marvindband.nl, and uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, man. We're, we're, we are everywhere. <laughs> you have to be. 
We are legion. We are everywhere. Oh no, that's just a different thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, and you can follow... yeah. <laughs> Don't want to give away your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I have my uh, my also uh, I I have my own uh, like Marvin D music on Instagram as well, um, nice. which I which I uh, show more of uh, my own life and what I do besides the band, because cool. I'm not the band. It's my band. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. It was very awesome to do this, man. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been nice. It's been a long time since I've spoken to to other people uh, more than an hour. Same here. Well, not not really. I, I, that's a lie. <laughs> I, 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 I just wanted to say, like, that's a lie, man. <laughs> well, man, it was great to talk to you, and uh, I'll definitely be looking forward to this those new releases you have coming up soon. I want to hear that live album. You said you have one out already, right? A live album. Uh, I have a, an album, a live album, yeah, and uh, there's a couple of live uh, songs on YouTube from the new album. Excellent. Okay. Well, I'll be definitely be combing your stuff a little bit more after this as well. So. I would love to do a collaboration as well, man. Let's do something. Yeah, hit me up. We'll definitely get that going. Awesome. Sweet. Uh, we take care, Marvin. We'll talk to you soon, bud. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcast. Whether you're listening as you're commuting to work or as you're washing the dishes or mowing the yard, we greatly appreciate you listening and helping us to support indie artists everywhere. Be sure to follow us all over social. You can find us at Autonomy Pod, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also at Autonomy Talent on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it, or you simply just go to autonomytalent.com slash links. From there, we have links to where you can listen to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, be it the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Google Play Music, or even Stitcher. And also, there's the Podbean app. They are our hosting service, and they do have their own app. So if you grab the Podbean app, you can actually catch our show as well as many other podcasts. And lastly, if you go to that links page and you still don't see your favorite podcasting app, the one that you like to use, just drop me a note and I'll be sure it gets added to whatever player you like to use. To send me a message, just go to Autonomy Talent on either Twitter or Instagram and drop me a quick DM letting me know which app you like to use and I will go immediately or as soon as I can and add our feed to that app. And while we're on the subject of sending me a message... If you are an artist and you would like to be interviewed for this show or have your works featured on the Indie Artist Spotlight episodes that we release on Wednesdays and the occasional Fridays, drop me a line, same way, Twitter or Instagram, and let me know that you'd like to be featured. Shoot me a link with some of your work and I'll take a look at it and we'll see what we can do by getting you on the show. And that wraps up yet another episode of the Autonomy Talent Podcasts. Thank you again for listening and I hope you enjoy this half as much as I do because for me... It's, it's a ball getting to talk to these amazing artists and getting to feature their works on the spotlight episodes that we do. It's just, it's just fun. So I hope you're having fun with it as well, and we're going to keep cranking these things out. So in closing, remember to always live intentionally. <laughs>